Hey, this is Philip, and I am super excited today. Welcome to the Philip Show. Today, we have an amazing and amazing guest. Um, we they call her the Queen of New Soul. She has also been recognized as one of the most underrated artists, and her name is Kanya Doss. And I'm Oh my goodness, Kanya! Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. You look great. Well, thank you. <laughs> In the midst of all this, that's good to know. That's good to hear. Thank you. Oh my gosh! So you've been um, you've been hard at work, and like I was saying, you have so many music accolades, and it is just so amazing. I know closer to the end of the show, we're going to talk about everything that you're doing now. You have a new project coming out that we're going to talk about, but I want to know. You know, um, people have passions and they get mm -hmm. started some way. When did you know that you wanted to be a musician? Wow. You know, I've always had some type of exposure to instruments. Now, was I any good at them? No, but it was enough for me to, to you know, to develop my vocals and, you know, just play around with melodies and riffs. So I would say as young as four or five years old, you know, now wow. I probably wasn't developed with my singing, but everybody was, oh, you can sing. So I was like, I guess I can, you know, but I didn't realize I could really like hold a note until maybe like maybe seven or eight years old when I was riffing yeah. to Michael Jackson's notes. And I'm like, it was like a feeling you get, not just being able to, to hear the sweet riff and the tone. I was like, it, it was a feeling and it, it's, 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 it's really hard to explain. You know, but yeah. that's when I knew I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really feeling this. Yeah, that's now I know that breaking into the industry is uh, very difficult and um, growing up when you're talking about, you know, you, you heard the riffs and you were trying to do this. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that. And as a young African-American girl trying to get into the industry and knowing that's something that you wanted to do. Was there anything that kind of made you apprehensive or anything that you were just kind of saying, you know what, I might not be able to do this because of whatever? Um, Absolutely. It, it is so multifaceted when it comes to that type of question. I would say um, just hearing all the horror stories about the business, just the, the fear of, of, of acceptance um, and just, you know, not sure, sure if you were going to make it to the level that you imagine or, or that you dream. So my, my vision was always to keep music close to my heart. However, to have other options, you know, as far as school and, and just, you know, having a plan A, B, C, N, plan D. <laughs> so that's what it was for me. And then going through experience that made it a, a, a reality, you know, um, as to why I made the choices to move how I did. Yeah. You know, that's how and experiences really shape how we view the world and how we kind of move. For you, I know that, you know, as people continue to listen to your music, they'll say that you sound a little bit different. 
you know, and oh. as, <laughs> and that, you know, different can be a good thing, but for some people, different can be very arresting. You know, it can be a hurdle that they just can't get over because you don't sound mainstream or you don't look yeah. mainstream or you don't. Mm -hmm. Did you have any, um, because you wear your hair natural, mm -hmm. you're a beautiful black sister. Thank you. And you have a sound, <laughs> and you have a sound that's like, like none other. When you were coming through, you know, the, I guess the throes of number one, growing up. Number two, knowing that you wanted to be a musician. And then number three, understanding that you were different. Mm -hmm. Did people in the industry remind you of how different you were and then try and try and mold you into something else? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, just being a brown girl, you know, it was never the chocolate chocolate girl or the light light girl. It was just the brown girl in the middle that you kind of like, eh, you know, not really fitting in the mold of what people deem as to be uh, the it factor, you know, especially when it comes to the industry. So having to go through that, having to find my voice, you know, I think um, I didn't realize I was not singing in my natural voice until I was like in my late twenties, you know, cause when I was going taking vocal lessons, they always told me that my, I guess I got a weird kind of falsetto that that was my natural. So coming into that, um or my voice was too soft or it wasn't you know marketable or it was marketable but it sounded too much like other artists so it was just a, a lot going on um and as far as imagery goes yes because i do wear my hair na as natural as possible um and just a certain look people just assume you know you have this type of sound and not knowing that i grew, grew up listening to all types of music first of all so I can pull out a, a Charlie Pride or Bonnie Raitt and then go to another extreme of Prince and Andal Wimbush or Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder. Um, so that was the other thing, just thinking, oh, because you have this look, this is your vibe. And that wasn't the case. So that, that that's always been a struggle. And um, having some people that wanted to be managers at the time were pretty much telling me, um, you know, your look is kind of too ethnic. And that was mm. coming from a, an other. And I was like, Needless to say, that relationship was severed real quick because I was like, okay, I see where this was going. Because it was like, you know, we want you to get your hair relaxed. And there's nothing wrong with people having relaxes and all that. But it was just that they were trying to, basically the words were, you're too, to make you look less ethnic. That, that's, that, that struck a nerve. <laughs> and after that, I, wow. was like, I was like, I'm going to walk in whatever I am. I'm going to walk in and I'm going to walk in it with my head high. How did you find the courage to to do that? Because it's so easy. You know, everybody tries to mold somebody into what they want them to be. You know, so how did you find the courage to say, you know what, I'm not that and I want to be this? Because I'm sure that there was, you know, when in the music industry, sometimes when you say no, that's your career. <laughs> you know? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Like we're done here. I had to take, a, take a leap on faith, you know, even in, um, you know, I've always not but been like extra skinny and when i first came out with was dos i think i was a three four or five six mm -hmm. pushing it i'm gonna stretch it and say i was a five six but <laughs> you know i'm not short either so it was like they were like we want you to do this photo shoot i don't want to name the magazine um it was a pretty big african-american magazine and they were like you're too you're too thick you know and i'm like whoa because i've always struggled with trying to gain weight you know so it's it's really a lot and the sadness sometimes is coming from our own and i think that's the most hurtful thing you know but after a while you just come into your own you have to be comfortable in your skin and it's not always easy to be comfortable in your skin and i think when you live in your truth and walk in your truth 
then that's when you kind of feel liberated to do what you want to do and have as, as less hurdles as possible to go over, you know, to jump over. Sure. Did you use any of those experiences? You're a songwriter and um, a lyricist and an arranger and a producer. Um, with all of the, I guess, the experiences that you've <laughs> had, are your songs a little bit indicative of some of the experiences that you've gone through? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's a song, and I don't remember which album, so I'm embarrassed to say that, but I'm going into my ninth album, so I guess I can say that. Um, it's a song called Only Be Me, and it's just like, because I feel Side like- bar, That is my favorite song. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I love know, that I, song. Because I came into the game a little, for people, even when I was 21, I remember a producer was telling me, oh, you know, I'm trying to help you out because you're kind of old in the industry. But actually, when my first project came out, I was no spring chicken. So it was just like, you know, that's another thing, especially when it comes to R&B. You don't see any other genre trying to, it's a lot of ageism. Oh, you know, you, you got to hurry and get this done. So I had to kind of like, wait a minute, this, you know, kind of throw all those things out aside. Because that's why if you think about the lyrics, um, you know, not to mention she's no longer 22. It just, I think that song was the easiest song for me to write. You know, so yeah, that that's one one song that really resonates when you ask, you know, about how the experiences are reflected through my songs. I know that song. Um, now that you mentioned that song, um, you know, I are um, one of my mottos is be you, you know, mm -hmm. because it's so easy. Like we're talking about now, it's so easy to go into this shell and then come out as something somebody else wants you to be. And the journey to finding your voice, to finding your identity, to finding out who you are, sometimes it's a it's a painful journey, but it's like you said, it's a very liberating journey because when you understand that, then everything else kind of just falls in place. And for that song, I used to sit and listen and listen and listen to that song because it gave me so much, it gave me so much um inspiration. Um, the the hook, um, I can only be me, I gotta hold on to what I believe. You know, it's just like Wow, I gotta say faithful to all of my dreams. I can't only right. be me. I'm like, yes, I just feel like I can fly. Thank I mean, you. I just, and I think that when um when you have those again, when you have those journeys as a songwriter, sometimes, you know, me as a songwriter, I can look back and see where I was when I wrote the song. Mm -hmm. Can you and do that? In case they too? don't know, you're one of the best songwriters there are. <laughs> Good, they thank don't know you. they better go ask somebody. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like when you write a song, sometimes you don't know that you're writing it about personal circumstance. Yeah, it's and, the subconscious. It, it is. Yeah. And then when you look back, you can, like, oh, I was here when I wrote that one. I was going through this when I wrote that yeah, one. And, right I can, on. and I love the, um, I love the lyrics, uh, your lyrics when you write them because, and the vocal arrangement, because I remember where I was when I heard that, or when I heard the songs that you wrote and how they impacted me. I can go back to the immediate moment and say, ah, that's where, you know, ah, wow. that's where. Well, that's, yeah, so that's I awesome. really appreciate that. Yeah, because yeah, you know. But sometimes we do things, I feel like we're, we're vessels. Mm -hmm. I think you're breaking up just a little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're freezing up. You're freezing. All I saw was like an image of you and it was froze. I'm, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I can. Yeah, we both, we, we, we both were lost in the sauce. 
So, okay. So, <laughs> so you, you're, you're <laughs> so you're a, you're a songwriter, but that's not all that you are. You're also a, you're a teacher, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. So how did that, how did that come about? How, bivocationally, how did you go the route of becoming an educator and still pursue your passion of um, music and entertainment? Well, I already, I always knew that I wanted to work with kids, you know, because initially my whole ultimate goal, it was like going to either education or dentistry. So I wanted to be a-, a Dentistry? Yes, pedodontics. Um, yeah, I, I even did research at the undergrad level. I mean, at the graduate level at um at the Case Western uh, Reserve for it was a summer. Um, you know, before even going to the into the dental school, which I didn't go, especially when I got that first schedule talking about gross anatomy. I was like, I don't think so. I'm not working with average. <laughs> but now it's like hindsight. I'm like, ah. Anyways, um, so that was that. But then I started substitute teaching and the principals kept calling me back they were just like you know the kids really like you and the funny thing is you know when you sub you're from school to school i would stay there all year they would keep me every year and then i think about the third or fourth year the principal's like look i can't keep on making excuses to keep you here because you know they wanted teachers and she would use every excuse under the book you know under the sun shall i say as to why i had to stay there so she's like you got to go get your degree you know so then i went to grad school and then got my um master's education and, and um, curriculum. And my undergrad was in chemistry, so that's how the whole dentistry science thing came in. But it was just so rewarding. To, and I worked with students with special needs um, who had special needs um, academically. Of course, I wanted to work with students who had more functional needs, but I guess the need for that other area was more you know, um, necessary at the time. So then I just started working with students you know, who had deficits and maybe in a couple um, subjects or across the board you know in every subject so and to this day i you know i'm still teaching so you're still teaching yes i am and i'm i have uh my focus is on math and um i have so you see this is my students work really um, mm -hmm. yeah wow yep amazing amazing um talented students you know so it is really amazing because i'm able to kind of tap into the, the art side as well as the academic side and, and kind of you know provide a balance wow so how do you when you talk about balance let's talk about the balance of you um with school or well with teaching and education and as successful as you are as an artist you said you're on not your ninth album so how in the world <laughs> how are you juggling it all you know what it's the higher power. It, it, I can't, it's divine intervention. I can't give it credit because even with my writing, like, because we're, you know, I'm working on a new project and I've just finished a current project in, in collaboration with Os Keys. And um, I don't know, especially in the midst of all the stuff that's going on now, I just had to pray on it because I had gotten to a slump where I didn't want to do anything. And all of a sudden, it was just energy from other people that was, tra it was transcended through them that gave me that spark. And I think that's what keeps going. It's like, as soon as I'm ready, to just like, well, I'm tired, I'm done. It's like I, I get galvanized and I know there's mm. nothing here on, on this earth. So I, I have to say that, you know, I'm just used as a vessel. Yeah. So you said that you're working on a new album. You just mm -hmm. finished up the one that's out now. Tell us about the collaboration that you just got done doing with Os Keys. 
you know, he's an amazing uh, musician. He can sing too. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but, um, you know, we were, we, I've been knowing him for quite a while. He's over in London. And so it was really interesting. Like I said, I was in my slump. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, he, like it was, like I said, amazing when he would send tracks and um, ultimately, I mean, it was just like, in, I was like, okay, let me just try to do something with it. And it just flowed. So he kept on sending more tracks and it just flowed. And he, you know, we just decided to come up with the EP, you know, as he's a new artist, you know. Um, okay. So I thought it would be a good idea. So I, I'm pretty happy with everything because the songs that, that are on there are kind of outside of what people perceive to be Kanye Doss songs or whatever. Okay. So I just think it opens up another entity. But um, I was just trying to figure out because I'm kind of, I'm not going to say lack of days. I am when it comes to recording. I'll, I'll try to get away with stuff. And working with him is 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 like working with you. <laughs> Nobody's getting any any notes or harmonies or anything. You're not getting away with it. So it was. Uh, I was like, oh my god. But I was really happy with the end result. But um, it was sixty nineteen because actually by me being in Ohio and him being in London, that's the actual miles, the distance. Oh wow! Because I was gonna ask you where that <laughs> or, came or up. Kilometers. They're 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 km. If I'm not mistaken, it's kilometers. Yeah. I was going to ask you where the name came from. So that's yeah. really interesting. It's the miles. Wow. Or the kilometers. Yeah. Let's say yeah. the distance, because I believe Oscar probably, because he came up with the whole 6019 or 6019 or whatever. And I uh -huh. think it's KM. Well, we, you know, our measurement, our uh, measure system is different. So. Yeah. So I'm when you, through. when you receive, um, when you receive tracks, how do you know that that's the track that you want to do? How do you know to say, oh, I like this one or I don't really like that one? It just has to hit me. And the thing is, I've gotten tracks that I wasn't feeling at the time and I'll go back and listen to my archives and then I'm like, bam, I'm like, I just write to it like, well, I'm feeling it. So, mm. Like you said, it's a mode. It has to be where you're at mentally at that. And it's, you know, like I said, him just sending those tracks, I was easy to, you know, he sent some, tra every track mainly I did, vibe too but some of the tracks i'm like i'm not really hearing anything and it's not that it wasn't good tracks i just couldn't hear anything yeah. so those songs didn't take no time to write you know because they just flowed nicely it just it was like a marriage like a you know a chemistry with the track and my vocals and my writing it, it just flowed yeah so that's music though and that's writing everybody i don't i think we as songwriters take that for granted but mm -hmm. for us it may come naturally but Every everything ain't gonna come natural because when it's a struggle, I just sit away. I'm like, it's not gonna come out right. I'm, I'm working yeah. too hard to write this song. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I can definitely testify to that. I remember there was this one track. <sighs> it was <laughs> like it, it, you know those tracks that you know you need to write something, but you just can't. Right, exactly. Like, I love it, and like, I just pushing you. You want to do it, but it's like something's pushing you back. Yeah, it's just like I just can't do it, and I had to sit down one day and I was like, let me write this track. <laughs> And it, I mean, it was, it was, it turned out fine, but I, I definitely, that, that method for everybody, it's different. And, you know, even for me, and I'm sure for you, it's different per song because sometimes you can sit down and have just, you can sing the, the, the vocal arrangement and the melody and then got no words, just singing vowels. Cause you know what yes. you want. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, Cause you know, know what you want like, to sound what? like. Huh? like. What am I trying to say? What does it sound like I'm trying to say? And then something, I'm just telling you, that's when I say it's magical because yeah. It's like you can be saying I'm listening, I'm listening, or whatever, and then it just like okay, this is what it's saying, and then you write around that. <laughs> so because I'm like nobody would ever hear. 
One of the experiences that I remember that was so impressive to me in the studio that I just can't do. One of the things, because I love the fact that you're almost a poet. Oh, wow. Like, Thank it's you. like freestyle because you didn't have nair word. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, okay, you go in the booth and then you just sing the song as if there were words on the page. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm I was like, where it comes from. Right. Yeah, I, I think that is, I mean, that's like a true artist. And I thought that that was completely amazing because I need like a minute. Like, it almost reminds me of um, freestyle, you know? Like mm -hmm. when somebody just starts rapping and they just start rapping freestyle, it's almost just like you're just singing freestyle and it just comes out. And it's just like, wow, that is really amazing. And then the fact that you can put it down on, um, on tracks and on um, records, and now you're going into your ninth one. What is... Uh, yeah, that's crazy. For you're have you're having your ninth record. What is your goal when it comes to music? Where do you want to be? I just want to plant seeds and make history. It's not like anything monetary because if it was like a monetary thing, I would quit teaching and just you know I'm doing what I enjoy to do and I think I'm doing what I'm put here to do. Um, but I just want to make sure that I'm touching people. You know that that. Because music for me has saved my life, I feel, you know, mm. when times where I just felt like heavy and then I'll, I'll play a song and I'm like, wow, it's just like something just uplifted in me. Um, and I want to be able to pay it forward and do the same thing, you know, for my listeners. And, and I think when I get emails or, you know, or notices from people saying, you know, you really helped me get through this or that, that's that to me, whether it's one person or a thousand people, I think then I'm like, OK, this is this is what I'm supposed to do. That, that motivates me. Do you think that it's helpful for you to have the bivocation um, opportunity when it comes to education mixed with um, mixed with music? Do you think that that helps when it comes to your music? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think it, it, it's like a duality as far as how they support each other on both ends. So absolutely, mm. yes, my answer to that is sure <laughs> your final answer is yes yeah. yes <laughs> so, okay so you're you're super busy you got all this stuff going on what in the world do you even have spare time what do you do i had to like um that was another thing that we were talking about as far as being self-conscious about things like um a couple years was it a couple maybe three years i had to end up getting bell's palsy and i still have not felt the same like i'm always like eh, it's, it's it's one side you 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 know, I'm always like, I can tell a little difference and I had to slow down, you know, and then yeah. I end up getting vertical. It's like, cause I, but all those times I was moving and it was like a, a little voice was like, you need to stop, slow down. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Nope, I can do this. I can do that. So I have to take time now, you know, when it comes and that's to collaborations. Like if I'm trying to collaborate with people, I understand, um, if they can't respond right away. Cause I'm like, it's not that they're ignoring people. You have to take a time for yourself. And then I have yeah. a 10 year old. So it's like, I still have to take time for myself. So it's like, I, now I'm learning how to pace myself because going back to my medical situation that I had, I was forced to sit down. It was like, no, nope, sure. okay, you're going to keep on doing everything and trying to do everything for everybody else. And okay, now you're going to sit down. Yeah. And it, it set me down. All right. <laughs> so. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Your body's like, listen, if you don't sit down, I'll sit you down. Cause I was, it was weird. Cause I was like, is it a stroke or something? It was crazy. I would drink something, water come up like Novocaine, and it was crazy. I had heard about it, but then when I went, they was like, oh, it's Bell's palsy, and I'm like, ugh. And then y'all, you know, I don't, 
I'm, I don't feel the same. It's never went back for me. You know, really? still you get a little numbness, then you be paranoid. You're like, okay. And I noticed if I get anxiety or stressed, I, it starts feeling numb. So it's like, okay, you get, so I'm forced to just pay attention. When you say it starts feeling numb, what is it? Like my side, like my lip or something will start feeling okay. a little numb. Like, ooh, like this feels numb. Cause that's what happened before I, I had a bad headache. And I told my mom, I said, ooh, I, my headache hurts so bad that my lips feeling numb. And then the next morning it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, but it yeah. wasn't the worst case, but it was, I was like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. So our body, yeah. you know, we have to take care of ourselves. So yeah. I find time. I have to take time. Like I, I'll get my son situated. So look, his bad time is supposed to be early, but it's not. I think I'm asleep before he is, you know. So and getting rest, you know, because um, our minds as artists, we're always worrying or thinking about something. It's never a dull moment. So it's the sleep deprivation is real. So just we have to find time. Sometimes I might just sit in this little area and just sit for a moment, 20 minutes. If that's all I need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There has to be that. There has to be that me time, that balance, that getaway, that sanctuary. Yeah. You know, because I don't have my phone with me now because before I'm looking at the phone. I mean, I haven't got into the habit of waking up, picking up my phone. I'm like, no, this has got to stop because you get too consumed and you got to have yeah. some time for yourself. You don't not to be snooty, but you have to not make yourself so accessible, you know? Yeah. Because you'll lose yourself and you will never get time 24 7. It's just so. Just finding ways. It's still a work in progress, but yeah, that's because it. You have to be still. If not, um, you're going to be forced to be still. Yeah, that's that is a really good advice. I remember when I was busy, 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 busy. I had to learn exactly what you're saying, and I had to mm -hmm. put it into practice. And I started to put into my schedule, and I would write nothing. Oh, I would write the word nothing. So I knew that I did not have anything to do. And that's exactly what I was doing. So people would call me like, nothing. hey, what are you doing today? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> I love that. And I'm, hang look, I'm hanging up on you because I said I was doing nothing. I'm doing nothing today. Yeah. So there has to be that balance. You know, your health comes first because mm -hmm. your positive health is going to feed, you know, your, your positive skills, your, your passions, your goals. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's health a good word. Well. I mean, it's like, and I think, with this whole pandemic has shown everything. People are all sort of in the same boat for the most part. And as far as healthcare, maybe not. But as far as monetary things, it, everything was shut down. Money. Yeah. And so having your health is the most important thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so you have all of these things going on. If you could tell a young girl that is um, that might be second guessing herself, that might have some self-conscious issues um that doesn't know which direction to go um what advice would you give somebody who is just kind of looking for their way and looking to find their voice um one thing i'll say and i think you know many people in the industry can attest to this is making sure you're surrounding yourself by people that you trust and they believe in you and they're moving with you not trying to pull you in different directions that they see your vision and appreciate it and just staying true to yourself, you know, um, I think that's the thing, because a lot of these people, especially the young girls and some of the young men, um, the self-esteem, you can see how they're overdoing everything. Everything is just overly done. It's like, you know, you don't have to do that, you know, mm -hmm. um, just with the this every, too much extra is layers. And when you pull that those layers off, it's like that's when we truly see the beauty, you know, yeah. each individual. So that's beautiful. I'll just say, cool, cool, cool. Yourself, I'll say that over and over. Stay true to yourself and surround yourself around good people. 
with good energy. Yeah, that's good. So, Kanye, listen, you are doing all of these things. You have your new project out called 6019, correct? 6019. Right. Tell people where they can um, find some of your music to just continue to be inspired. Well, you can go on my website, www.kanyadoss.com. Uh, Facebook, I'm under Kanye Doss, and there's a Kanye Doss fan page. Under Twitter, it's Kanye D. Um, Instagram is Kanye Doss. So that's where you can reach me. I do check frequently. Um, and that's pretty much it. And, all, and the, the songs are all, like, all the music is on all the, the platforms, all the digital platforms. And, you know, any physical copies are available on my website and my um, CD Baby and Amazon, things like that. So. And then my new project will be coming up too. So we might have to interview again um, through Rose Colored Glasses. <laughs> coming through Rose Colored Glasses. Oh, I would love to. Yes, yes, yes. Come back. We would love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kanye, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. Thank you so much for the inspiration thank and um, giving us a glimpse into how we can also overcome if we just find our center and just follow our dreams and our passions. Um, everybody, this is Kanye Doss. Go out and get her music. Um, see about her. Um, she gave you all of the handles where she is. It's Kanye Doss at everything. And um, and we're super excited to have her. We can't wait for you to come back and see us again. And, thank um, and Kanye, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's so good you to see so you. You are so welcome. Rude boy. <laughs> <laughs> Rude boy. All right, everybody. We will see you later. Have a great day. Remember, be bold, be proud, be you. And remember, you are the best you in the world. All right? We'll see you later. Bye. Don't